Rated M for Mecca. Welcome to Buildcasters, the podcast that's all mecha, all the time. I'm the macabre chap, and on tonight's episode of Buildcasters, it's the second entry in our HUD Classic series. We are joined by a very special guest, Scott, aka Mech Anime Review, who is going to talk to you about a little mecha anime called Martian Successor, Nadesco. Now, without further ado, here's episode two of HUD Classics. I'm Scott from the blog Mechanical Anime Reviews, and welcome to another segment celebrating Mecca through Buildcasters HUD Classics. Let's get to burning and talk about Martian successor Nadesco. Before I say anything else, that's a reference to the show's opening, and honestly, that sells the show by itself because it's an earworm, but maybe you want to stick around and hear what I have to say first. Martian successor Nadesco is a Mecca series produced by Studio Zebek and aired in the fall season of 1996 ending its two-core run in the winter of 1997. In this show, our teenage protagonist, Akito Tenkawa, his childhood friend and ship's captain, Yurika Misumaru, and the rest of the screwball crew of misfits, of which are voice actors, manga artists, and all sorts of different otaku, are crew members on the high battleship, the Desco. Their mission is to fight against the Jovian lizards and their advanced technology before they wipe out humanity itself. Their first mission is to investigate the Lost Cars, which is what our two protagonists are connected to in their backstory. Afterwards, it gets a lot more complicated and war-heavy. All in good horror and fun, though. Mostly horror, because fun only takes away from Sting so much. While I don't think Martian successor Nadesco is an unknown property as a lot of other anime being talked about this month by people in this community, it's still not as famous circles as shows like maybe Ava and Gundam, but it does have some attention, just that it's still niche. So what I'm saying is it has praise, yet doesn't at the same time. To me, Nadesco is infamously misunderstood by a lot of people, too. It's mostly known as a comedy series, which I don't think it really is. Yes, the cast is zany, and they are full of fun and life and energy and gimmicks, but that's not all. Like, there's a lot of sadness and grief in their backstories and in the story itself. People die, missions are failed, and people get caught into things that are far above their level of understanding or dealing with on a permanent level. The comedy comes from these people trying to cope with the developing tragedy of the war they are in. In that sense, the Desco feels really human to me. That drama and comedy interplay aside, the Desco is also a love letter to mecha and science fiction anime in general. There's a lot of quotation marks, subtle references to shows like Space Battleship Yamato and Super Dimensional Fortress Macross, all out of love. But that's not it, really. The framing device for the series comes from Akito continually watching an in-series anime called Geki Ganger, a super robot series that is what you get when you combine Mazinger Z and Getter Robo together into one really cool mix. Like, it is really awesome to watch. There is an OVA of it from the series itself, and it's really cool if you want to check it out. 
There are also some subtle jabs at model kits because the smallest units, the mecha units of the show, also come with different frames. Like there's one for land, there's air, space, and water, and who knows what else. And when you think about model kits, that company usually wants to sell as many models that they want, right? So having all these frames is like, here you go. Here's all the kits that you want to buy right in the show. Isn't it obvious and everything? It's kind of crazy, but... It also goes with the infinite variability of, like, the action scenes in the show itself. Because there's space, there's land, there's water, there's air, all of that. So you have your shooting mechas, you have your model kit being made fun of and everything. It's all good, right? <laughs> with all that said, I really love Martian's successor, Nadesco. Now, I didn't really talk about his plot a lot, because there's a lot of spoilers that I don't want to say for the second half and everything. With all that said, the love doesn't come blind. There is plenty of shortcuts when it comes to Martian's successor in Nesco. Let's talk about the ending that kind of resolves character arcs, but doesn't resolve any story arcs at all. That's just left hanging there for a bunch of video game sequels that we'll never watch or see anywhere. Or it's just like a short text thing they see in a DVD release. There is also a sequel movie called The Prince of Darkness, but honestly, the less that we talk about that, the better, because it just, yeah, it just don't watch it. There's also the uneven production in the show, which goes up and down from each episode. And the obvious shortcuts that they do. Like, there's a lot of 2D planar battles that happen in the show to save the budget for the awesome mecha battles to happen later. Which really don't look great, but it takes away from the space battles themselves. Still, I love it, and I think this should be a show that everyone should watch and love. Not just mecha nerds, but everyone. And that will do it. Once again, I'm Scott from Mechanical Anime Reviews, signing out from HUD Classics. It's a certified HUD Classic. Thank you, Scott, for that awesome segment. Martian Success and Nadesco is definitely an anime that I thoroughly enjoyed when I watched it. So where can you find us on social media? Well, you can find Scott on Twitter at MechAnimeReview and you can find his blog at MechanicalAnimeReviews.com You can find myself, The Macabre Chap, on Twitter at The Macabre Chap and you can find my co-host, Sentai5, on Twitter at Sentai5 You can find Buildcasters on Twitter at Buildcasters You can find our bros in the Legion of Boom on Twitter at Legion of Boom, that's L-E-G-1-0-N. So I've been the Macabre Chat. Thank you once again, Scott, for your awesome contribution to HUD Classics. And join us next time for another episode of HUD Classics, on which another guest podcaster will gush over an incredibly criminally underrated mecha anime classic. Bye, guys. This episode of Billcasters was produced by the Macabre Chap and Sentai 5 with music provided by Versi Jones. Battle, Battle ended. ended. Battle ended.